Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good and plenty trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football, all right? Coming to you each and every Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Several ways for you to join the show. One, pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can catch us live and in living color as they are doing. Yvonne, thank you so much for tuning in. Chris Cummins, I see you in the house. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. Each and every one who tunes in, as I always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours, I thank you. We thank you uh, for your support, uh, for the dialogue, you know, just for spending your Wednesday evenings with us, all right? And don't forget to, uh, we'll do some housekeeping here. Make sure to... Um, follow the show. Go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 and click the follow link. Uh, most importantly, make sure to activate your email, otherwise your number won't be counted. And then you can also find us in iTunes, all right? Just go to your iTunes account, type in Sports 2 with TJ, and there you will find uh, and just click subscribe, all right? Shout out to you, Juan Carlos Perez, I see you. Jamaya, what's going on? That's my cousin, Denise Green, always holding down that timeline for your girl. Yes, we're going on a little bit early um, tonight because we have a different lineup for you, all right? So I'm um, going to be bringing in the ladies. Won't go to a, to a quick break in the beginning. We're going to go ahead and bring the ladies in at the top of the show. Um, but real quick, I did want to address Kanye West. Well, somebody please just go get him. Between him and Agent Orange, I, 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 I'm lost, lost and confused, okay? But somebody please go get Kanye. No, he's not running for president because the man hasn't submitted any papers. But what is he doing? What is up with this tomfoolery? My goodness, I can't take it. 
You know, hey, we got Agent Orange in the White House, and now we got Asian Fool claiming he wants to be in the White House. I just can't take it, okay? With that being said, I'm just going to leave it there. But, <laughs> Shalanda Smith in the house. I see you, Michael Terrence Bird in the house. Thank y'all so much. Shalanda, you are definitely um, in our prayers, and, and everybody uh, tuning in. Please keep my Chi-Town family in your prayers as well, um, as Shalanda's daughter, Alexis, um, is uh, battling covid um, so please keep um, them and my Chi-Town family in your prayers, all right? Mm, love you, Shalanda. All right, y'all, so, um, yeah, so that's what was on my mind. So let's go ahead and get to the rundown so we can get to the show here. Mahomes said, show me the money, and the Chiefs did oblige. Woo-wee! We will talk about that. The WNBA's living conditions and a request to remove a co-owner. Really, are we having this conversation again? I thought we got rid of, uh, you know, Donald Sterling, but it looks like he's been reincarnated. Uh, for And as I, as I mentioned, we have a different lineup for you tonight because we will have a special guest joining the show tonight, former Dallas Cowboys quarterback Quincy Carter. He will be joining us at the bottom of the second hour. So moving things around a little bit bringing things on a little bit sooner and all of the, that good stuff. But as you already know, we have another jam-packed show for you. So as I said, we're going to go ahead and bring in the lovely ladies that make up LL Sports 2. We got the Gleason Threesome in the house tonight. So let me go ahead and bring in the ladies uh, that are joining us right now. Hey, Lou and Terry, do I have you on the line with me tonight? In the house. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, here. <laughs> and live and in full effect. All right. So, yes, ladies, we're going to do things a little bit differently tonight. We will be bringing Lucinda's lyrics. Um, it will be at the top of hour number two. So we normally – Yes, for those from my West Coast, it's 6 p.m. That's true. <laughs> but we'll be bringing her in at the top of the second hour. So uh, just moving that up a little bit so that we can make time for our special guest tonight. Uh, but, ladies, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let, if anybody missed it, I don't know where you've been, but – let me go ahead and bring this in because they did that. <laughs> the kids are yes. That face is so big. Everybody knows this. So it is. Patrick Mahomes, he is now the highest paid, and this is over all sports, over all sports. Um, he and the Kansas City Chiefs, they have agreed to end here. $450 million extension through the 2031 season. This is worth up to, drumroll please, $503 million. That's half a billion dollars. Half a mm. billion. Mm. What? He's making Marty Russell. Uh, or not? Yeah, Lou. We, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna we're gonna do the breakdown of of, of contracts and annual contracts per year, uh, guaranteed money. But yes, he is he is doing the doggone thing. Now, let's go ahead and do this breakdown. In, in, in case you, you wanted to know, 
when I heard that, I had to, I think I passed out for a little bit, and then I came back up, and then I passed out. But the contract breaks down. It is worth $50.3 million per year, $138,000 per day, $96 per minute. Wow. It, 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 what, $15 per hour, $25 per hour, $36 per hour. For all my multi-million dollar makers out there, you know, for sure that's something for y'all. But $96 per minute. Mm-hmm. $45 million. He's a number one. He's $45 million and Russell's $35 million. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Russell, that's the money. Russell, in, uh, well, I say Mahomes. He's in a different neighborhood. He moved out. He left everybody behind. He might be the yes. only one on the island. <laughs> Him and Mike Trout. Wow. Yes. That's forty-five million a year. Yes, but he's still on his rookie contract right now. Um, so they're saying that Adam Schefter, ESPN's Adam Schefter, says uh, he reports that the deal includes a hundred and forty million. Injury guarantee and a no trade clause. Uh, Mahomes said that you know he wanted he wanted security and he wanted team flexibility. So he said that he did not want to be one of those players that takes up all the money. So we said it is a it's more of a, a back end contract. It's more heavy uh, laden towards the back end of the contract, which is good because it does free up money for you know the first part of the deal. Um, he also said that this allows uh, the opportunity for the team to be great around him. Um, so just kudos to him for, you know, wanting to get paid but also seeing the bigger picture and wanting to make sure that he was taking care of, you know, the team as well. Shout out to Brian. I see you in the house. Angel Phillips in the house. Reginald, thank you all so much for tuning into the show tonight. So, um, it, again, this is uh, now becomes the richest valued deal in American professional history, uh, worth $450 million. Now, the 503 comes into play with added incentives and so forth, so uh, we all know how how NFL contracts are presented. So you hear the big astronomical number. In this case, it is astronomical, though, $503 million. But we do know that at the end of the day, all that is guaranteed is the $140 million that, you know, he has signed, um, signed in agreement. Again, a no-clause uh, no trade clause and also injury guarantee. So we all know that. Uh, well, I should, I should say we know now. Currently, 140 million is what he will be uh, taking home. But let him, mm-hmm. you know, play out the contract. That's where the the uh, 450 comes in. Youngest player in NFL history to win regular season MVP and Super Bowl MVP. As we know, only one of three quarterbacks in NFL 50 touchdowns in a season, uh, joining Pat, um, sorry, uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Um, also highest in NFL history with a 108.9 career passer rating. So, ladies, you know, just your, your overall thoughts on uh, Patrick Mahomes, the, the, the contract that the Chiefs, you know, honored him with. Uh, do you believe that he's worthy of that contract? And, um, you know, does in the possible realm of the New England Patriots being the next dynasty. Um, all right. Well, have, I say, I say yes. That that puts them in the round. Uh, 
But also, I think yes, he is. He's worthy of it because he's he's a um, awesome quarterback. He's an awesome mm-hmm. quarterback. But my my um, question: Have we ever had anyone a, a quarterback to have a contract for ten years? Have there ever been a contract? Um, yes, yeah. there have been. Been uh, I knew. I wrote it down. I believe there's only five. Play, uh, I'll take somebody has no speaker. Um, I believe there are five players uh, in NFL history to sign a ten a ten year contract, and I believe four of them were quarterbacks. Okay, okay, but yeah, he's definitely he's definitely uh, worthy of that money. You know, the words say, "Action you shall receive," and he receives. You know, and the, the good thing about it, you know, he's not just looking out for himself. So right, that's awesome. Exactly. Hey, Lou? I totally agree with Miss Tyree. I mean, and welcome back, Miss Tyree. I missed you last week. I'm glad you're back. Thank I, you. I just want to know if you and Janelle taking turns. She's asking you come in, and you come in. She's like, y'all better stop that and get back up. No, no, it's not a turn thing. I have this, uh, somehow I've, you know, collected allergies, and it's just beating me down. It's really just just beating me up. So I went to the doctor today and they prescribed me some allergy medicine and I'll see how it works. But it's when when I hear you Tina and I hear Janelle talk about allergies, sinus oh I I can relate to you now. Okay. Yeah, well, I can relate to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you're back. I'm glad you're back and I'm missing Janelle. Thank so you. It's for her. Um, but yes, I, I totally agree with Miss Terry and with you, uh, TJ. Um, well, I, I don't know if you said he was worth it or not, but he is. I think that he's worth it because he's a young kid and he's got a lot of potential. I just pray he doesn't get injured. And I think that they could be a dynasty worth, uh, they could be a dynasty worth defeating because you're going to have to take them down. Uh, the, the Seahawks will have to do that. But uh, yes, I agree. Okay, I'm just gonna let I'm gonna leave that there. We're not gonna go into the back and forth just so soon with the, with the Seahawks and the, and the 49ers. We all know that who's gonna come. Oh, no, we're not, like we're not, we're not gonna get into that. But to answer your question, Terry, yes. So they're actually, um, as I said, uh, I believe that there were four and they were quarterbacks. So Donovan McNabb mm-hmm. he signed a 12-year deal with the Eagles. Uh, back in 2002, that had a maximum value of 115 million. Brett Favre, um, he signed a 10-year uh, deal with the Packers back in 2001 for 100 million. Drew Bledsoe, he received a 10-year contract uh, in 2001, 103 million. And then, thank you for that bird, uh, Michael Vick, he signed a 10-year deal, 130 million dollar contract, uh, 2004. Um, also, Dante oh, okay. Culpepper, he signed a 10-year deal uh, back in 2003. For 102, uh, his contract extension that included uh, 16 million in guarantees. So yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So it's it's but it is it's very unprecedented to do 10 years because for one, you know how how often does any player stay in one one franchise for you know that that length of time, and um, right. You know especially injuries and so forth, but with the salary caps, with, you know, free agency, uh, a lot of teams, you know, not wanting to pay their players or keep players around. So um, it's very rare that, you know, any player actually plays out their their 10-year contract. 
Uh, let's see. Shout out to Lakeisha Martin. I see you in the house. My Auntie Kim in the house. Melvin, thank you so much for tuning in. Melvin says, you're not worthy of that much. They just throw the price of quarterback high. He good. I think his receivers like Tyree Hill. Tyree Hill makes him look good. Okay, Melvin. That's uh, Thank you for your thoughts. I definitely appreciate that. Um, I'm going to have to disagree <laughs> because Patrick Mahomes is of a different breed. I just, you know, I call it like I see it. And uh, let's just be real. If, you know, I wish we would have, uh, we in the finals, I wish we would have drafted him, you know, back in 2017. Uh, the Chiefs saw something in him, knew that he had something in him, which is why they went ahead and, and benched Alex Smith when they did and, and turned the reins over, or I should say just pretty much ran Alex Smith out of town. He didn't want to be the backup. Uh, but I see why. When you, when, I'm sure when you see the potential and the skill set that uh, Patrick Mahomes had in practice, it was it was a no-brainer that, you know, he would be starting and starting soon. So, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, there's just certain people in the world that you just have to tip your hat to. And if you don't, you just hate him. That's just my my personal honest opinion. And Patrick Mahomes is just one of those people. Uh, he, he does things out on that field that are – beyond uh, comprehension as a quarterback. And uh, his, his instincts are, are phenomenal. Uh, once he gets on that level of a Peyton Manning, I believe, where he can understand the game and dissect defenses uh, to a Peyton Manning level, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Will he be able to keep the, the people around him, the, the Tyreek Hills, the um, uh, Travis Kelsey's, uh, you know, he has right now. He has Sammy Watkins uh, running back. They're you know going to be interchanging. Um, the, the Chiefs are going to be a force to, re- to be reckoned with for a while. I, I definitely, um, I, I just, that's how I see it. Um, and if he works money, absolutely, absolutely to me, um, because he's shown improved. Twenty-four years old, already won a league MVP, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, coulda, woulda, shoulda. We all know what should have happened, but just call it what it is. Forty Nineers defense didn't hold them, and they are Super Bowl champions now, the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, it hurts to say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but uh, like I said, I, I believe in, in in being real, and um, you know, like I said, tipping my hat to those who deserve it. Um, ladies, my question, um, my next question to you. We all know how contracts go. Uh, you know, it's the next man up. Um, now with well, well, let's let's run these stats down here real quick. Um, a. Lou, I know that you mentioned it. Uh, highest paid quarterback with their uh, average annual um, current contract. So now Patrick Mahomes, he will sit at forty-five million. Now remember, and let's keep in mind, Patrick Mahomes is still under his rookie contract. He still has two years left on that rookie contract. This is a ten-year extension. So he is set to make, uh, let's see, I have this here. His 2019 salary cap was 4.4. His 2020 um, cap will be 5.3. And then after the rookie contract expires, he will then uh, jump exponentially. Uh, His 2021 will be 24.8. 2022 will be 31.4. 2023, 42.4. 
and then 2024 will be 39.9 million. Uh, that's the cap number per season. Now, as I mentioned, um, as far as total contract value, uh, his total 10 years, 450 million. Next coming in line, here are your uh, quarterback, Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. He has a five-year, 150 million. Uh, then comes the uh, Chicago Bears linebacker Khalil Mack at six years, 141 million. Then Ain't Lou, your quarterback uh, for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, four years, 140 million. And then uh, quarterback, my quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, five years, 137.5 million. So those are total contract values NFL history. Now breaking it down per year. Um, now Patrick Mahomes, 45 million. That will be his annual once his contract kicks in. Uh, Ain't Lou, as you said, Russell Wilson is 35 million per year. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, can you believe it? He's still up in the top of quarterbacks uh, highest paid. He earns 34 million dollars. Uh, Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers, he makes 33.5 million. Uh, and then Jared Goff of the L.A. Rams, um, he comes in at 33.5 million dollars per year. So, as I was getting ready to say, ladies, we all know that it's always next man up um, that set the bar for contracts to, to um, for, for the next man coming up. And we all know, we've been talking about it, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, looks like the Cowboys didn't want to give him the years, I guess, that, that uh, Prescott was wanting because we know that the money – seemed to be on the table, um, but he will now be making a little over uh, $33 million on his uh, franchise tag this year. But ladies, with him being next up, then we have Deshaun Watson coming up with his contract. Um, how do you see this resetting the market for, for the quarterbacks, and do you think that it should be next man up? Should the next quarterback contract that comes up, should it exceed Patrick Mahomes? Um, and Lou, we'll have you start. No, I don't think it should exceed Mahomes because those guys are not better than him. Mm -hmm. And that's all I have to say. Okay. Terry? I don't think uh, I agree with uh, Ms. Lucinda. I don't think that um, – they should exceed Patrick Mahone because, like you say, Patrick Mahone, he has some skills out on the field. So, no, they should not, you know, pass pass his um, pass his pay. But, of course, we know that, you know, other quarterbacks, you know, they may even, you know, sit out, you know, request a certain amount. And if they don't get it, you know, they may sit out until, you know, to see if they will, you know, give them the money that they're asking for. Mm -hmm. Okay, three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. The police and threesome in the house. DJ Terry and Aunt Lou. Melvin says the moment was too big for him. We gave that they wouldn't give him that if they had not won the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Okay, so I think you're saying that they wouldn't have given him the money had they not won the Super Bowl. And. Uh, I don't know if don't I can agree with that either, Melvin, because, again, the brother made it to the Super Bowl. His first year out, he goes to the AFC Championship game. Probably should have won that had they been able to get their hands on the ball. We all know that the only reason – well, I shouldn't say the only reason, but it's, it's very likely that the Super Bowl last, last season 
had their defense been able to stop Tom Brady. Um, so to say that he wouldn't have gotten this money, mm, I I disagree because I still think that the I Chiefs would have made um, would have made Patrick Mahomes the highest paid quarterback. Ladies, do you agree with that? I yeah. agree. I agree with you. Yeah. You too. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we, we we'll never know because you know they did win. Uh, David, shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. He says, what do you think about Raheem Mostar asking to be traded? What? Oh, my goodness. No, I, I hadn't even heard that, David. So uh, shout out to you. Thank you for, for now. Maybe let's, let's just hope that that's fake news. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't like that. Um, shout out to Idris. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. No, I'm I'm a little uh, disappointed then if I if if that is um, if he's asking to be traded, can't see why because we all know um, we have a run we have a run offense first. Well, it, it's pretty balanced. I'm not going to say that, but um, running backs definitely get their fair share in our offense, and with the amount of um, touches that running backs get, we we would need a three headed monster. So I can't see him feeling like, um, yeah, he said he wants more money. Oh, he wants more money. Okay. Wow. Wow. You have one good season, and now you're wanting to tip the bank. Mm, disappointed. Disapp- okay, they didn't just post it. Disappointed with that, honestly. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one. Shout out to Shelly. Happy birthday, Shelly. Shelly Isaacson Jackson in the house. That's one of my best friends. Shout out to you. Love you. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely see – I can see quarterbacks wanting, uh, get, getting back to, to our, our conversation here, asking about, you know, setting the market for quarterbacks. I can definitely see quarterbacks probably wanting to exceed that, but, no, I do not – even Deshaun Watson, I don't believe that any other quarterback that's currently in the league deserves to be making more than Patrick Mahomes. So, I – uh, I'm not going to hold my breath and think that it will happen, but I would like for organizations to do the right thing. By the right thing, I mean pay your player what they are worth, but let's not let's not be crazy with it. Um, so my next question actually is going to be, ladies, do you think that this is now going to affect Dak Prescott's um, negotiating power? So do you think that this will affect um, whether he gets a long-term deal with the Dallas Cowboys? Who wants to jump in? I think – I think it um well in a way I think it will mm-hmm. because uh so much money, you know, have been been paid out to Patrick Mahomes and they may, you know, look at okay, well we've gave paid out this amount, this lump sum of, of money out to Patrick Mahomes and then they may look at okay, is that um Prescott is he really worth the amount of money that he's asking for, you know, because right. I think what's his contract, he wanted to extend it, what, like a, he wanted to do a four-year contract, and I think they wanted to do a five-year, right? Correct. Right. right on it? Okay. Right. Yeah. So I think well, that actually, that's you know what, what we're going know. to. Let, let, me, let me backtrack. Nobody really knows. Okay. For some reason, those those terms that they have been negotiating have been held under wraps. They, they're doing a really okay. good job with it. So we can just assume because they had offered him the money. But it was the years that it seemed like you know that they couldn't agree on. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that is is going to be I think it's going to be an issue because of the amount of money that's been paid out 
and that he may, you know, they may go ahead and give him the money and then it may not mm-hmm. because they may say, okay, is he really, is he really worth the amount of money that he's asking for? Because right. he's good, but he's not where Patrick Mahone is. Oh, no, Lord. No, no. You know. Yeah, he, I think he's just good. Patrick yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Hey, Lou? I, 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 I agree with Miss Terry on that. Zach, um, he's, he's growing in leaps mm-hmm. and bounds, but he's not a... Patrick Mahone, and they, you know, and, and uh, it might affect them, but then again, it, do they? It, it depends on if they want to lose him or not, or do they feel like he's, you know, val- val- valuable enough to keep? Or uh, you know, because I'm wondering is 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 Jack thinking about walking? You know, so mm-hmm. I, I agree, and then I, you know, disagree. You know, I honestly, I think that's the million-dollar question, ain't Lou? It's like, will Dak be willing to walk away? Uh, we know that July 15th is the deadline for them to agree on a long-term deal. Otherwise, he will be playing under that franchise contract. Now, he has made it known that he's not going to hold out. Uh, well, because, of course, he, he signed the contract. But um, I think that's going to be the million-dollar question. Shout-out to Mike Johnson. I see you in the house. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight, everybody that's on the timeline. And hit us up. You know, do you do you think that this contract, uh, the chief, that they've, the ten-year contract extension that they've given to Patrick Mahomes, is that now going to reset the quarterback market? And should it? You know, should it reset it? You know, should these quarterbacks that their contracts will be coming up, Dak Prescott, uh, Deshaun Watson, and uh, you know, we already know the, the Jared Goff, the Carson Wentz, you know, the, the monies that they're making. But I think the bottom line is, is there going to be a quarterback coming up? like a quarterback whose contract is coming up, is their contract going to be worth uh, more than $140 million guaranteed? Because as I said, that's really the money that we're dealing with right now. That's the money that you can book them, Dano. That, that $140 million is going to be in Patrick Mahomes' uh, you know, bank account. So any quarterback coming up, will they be worth that much or more $140 million guaranteed? And no, just I don't know. I just uh, Watson. I mean, he's amazing too, but I can't call it. I, I can't say it. I can't say that he's, he's worth 140 million guaranteed. Maybe 135. You know, I just for him to exceed Patrick Mahomes, I think it would be a travesty. I really do. Um, and that's where you know, once again, we would get into that just because it's the next man up. What have you done? You know, what have you done? Now, don't get me wrong. Again, Sean Watson uh, played one of playoff series, barely, uh, but that's due to coaching, too. Now you've taken away his best weapon, you know, and DeAndre Hopkins and, and the offensive line. What are the Texans going to do with that offensive line? You know, honestly, if anybody needs to need, uh, demand a trade, it's Sean Watson. Get him up out of, of, of Houston. But, you know, that's a story for a different day. But um, I I just can't see it. I can't see either one of those quarterbacks um, being worthy of a hundred and forty million guaranteed contract. So I agree with you. I totally agree. Will, <laughs> only time will tell. Three four seven eight two six 
That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But tell you what, ladies, real quick with that, we are going to put a, a pen in it because I have a question for you uh, with, you know, with the quarterbacks that are out there making the money and, and you know, just the, the money that's being thrown out there. Um, wow. Who is the quarterback that you would want to build your franchise around? So don't want you to think about that. I want to pose that question to you. We're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break, and then we will dive right into it right after the break. Roll call time, my ladies in the house. Hey, uh, Lou, what say you? Hey, Lou, hey, Lou, hey, Lou is here. <laughs> Harry, talk to me. Sweet tea in the house. <laughs> That's the piece of the girls, TJ, Aunt Lou, and Harry. We will be right back. <laughs>
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. We have the Gleason Threesome in the house, Ain't Lou, Terry, and TJ. And that was Sugar Free by Juicy. I think that was a one-hit wonder because I don't know what Juicy's ever done, but other had Juicy Fruit. So we'll have to see. Uh-oh. Got to bring my ladies in. Just got so excited about the music, but we have to bring the ladies in in order to have the conversation. What you say? <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Super <laughs> free by Juicy. <laughs> I said. Only one hit. Yeah. Exactly, Mom. Dale, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. My Aunt Karen is in the house. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. All right, so I posed the question. This is what we're going to talk about coming out of the break. So Mike Greenberg, Greeny, uh, get, uh, get Up on ESPN, you know, those are my shows. So he did a poll. He did a Twitter poll. And he said, what is the quarterback that you would want to start your franchise around, not named Patrick Mahomes. Think about all the quarterbacks that are out there. Patrick Mahomes is off the, off the table. What quarterback would you want to start your franchise around? Current quarterback right now, as of today. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, Lou, we'll have you go first. Russell Wilson. Oh, man, I, I thought you were going to make me feel good, ain't Lou? <laughs> well, I'm definitely not gonna make you feel good. <laughs> Man, Ryan, Terry, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a diehard to the end, and you need to be saying "go la ba la go la go la You need to be saying that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to see. Keeping it real right here on the LL Force. I love my squad. Don't get me wrong. And I am I am going to ride till the wheels fall off. But I, I have to call it like I see it now. And I'm sorry, but Jimmy G, he, he would not be the one that I, out of all the quarterbacks in the league, that I'm going to build my franchise around. Come on now. Now, hey, Lou, I will give it to you, Russell Wilson, because I'd have to step, take away your, your inner personal hatred bias. You know, wanting them to be hit by a bus and all that good stuff, you know, all that. You have to take that out of the equation. <laughs> it won't be happening in the name of Jesus. Keep going. Small bus. Anyway, so Russell has to give him credit for let's 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 take him out of the, the team that has the, the Legion of Boom. What Russell Wilson has been able to do with the Seattle Seahawks for the past two or three seasons is Sort of remarkable. Now, don't get me wrong. He's had some some nice targets to throw to, uh, especially with the pickup of D, uh, uh, was it DK Metcalf. D, what is he? See, I don't even know. But you know what I'm talking about. Your your wide receiver there, uh, right. DK Metcalf. Um, he's also had you know his other two two people that he you know throws to and all that. Uh, who's your who's your wide receivers? I I honestly am drawing a blank right now. Um, what is my who's my right? I can think of right now, but they're they're solid, solid, solid wide receivers. I'll give them that. But especially K Metcalf, he, he's he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. But anyway, um, you had your two running backs 
you know, go down at the end of the season, you know, last year. Um, but – and the defense has not been, you know, what they've been since the Legion of Boom got dismantled. Russell Wilson still manages to take and keep the Seattle Seahawks relevant and just in, in playoff contention. Can't take that away from him. Um, now, put him up against Lamar Jackson, put him up against John Watson. I don't know. I – me personally, I love John Watson. I don't know if it's just how how he did at Clemson. You know, he he was just so he was such an outstanding quarterback at Clemson, and he has just carried that over to his NFL career. But once again, he has only been working with so much because his offensive line is for it. Um, the man is running for his life. So I just pray that he does not waste away his best years in Houston behind an offensive line that will not be able to keep him upright. But with that being Lock said, it, TJ. Lock it, TJ. You know, yeah, how can we forget? Lock it being in the pocket. Come on, keep going. Tyler Lock it, yeah. Well, I, I know mm-hmm. I can be, forget because he, I think he was the reason why we got pushed out of the uh, um, playoffs. So, anyway, I need to go on. But, uh, yeah, so I, I would have to go with Deshaun Watson, me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But... Russell Wilson is, hey, you can't go wrong. I don't think you could go wrong with either with either one of them. And again, Lamar Jackson, um, he is he, he's igniting the the NFL world. So you know what he's been able to do, uh, what they said that he couldn't do. You know what they tried to tell the the Baltimore Ravens that they would not be able to accomplish with with Lamar Jackson at the at the helm. Um, he is definitely proving his doubters wrong. Now, um, you know, is he going to be able to keep up that, that running first, you know, pass-second pass uh, mentality throughout his career? Probably not. But the one thing I do like about Lamar Jackson is he knows how to get out of bounds. Oh. So I think that's definitely going to enhance him um, as he learns to be more of a pocket presence, um, you oh. know, have more of a pocket presence. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a good, I think it's a good debate any, any, any way you go. Um, I think I saw another person who picked Russell Wilson here with with you, ain't Luke? Yes, Dale. Dale says yes. Russell Wilson has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. David uh, Watlington says, "Oh, he says hello to the screen." Anthony Burson says Lamar Jackson. All right. Oh, Dale mm-hmm. said Deshaun Watson. Uh, okay, Dale. Did you say Deshaun Watson and Russell? Oh no, okay. I'm sorry. So Dale says All right, Dale said Sean Watson, but he also said that Russell Wilson was terrific. What's the truth? He can't go wrong with either. But according to Greeny's poll, uh Russell Wilson did beat out Sean Watson by by the that little hair on his chin. So Russell Wilson had thirty five point seven percent and Sean came in at thirty five point four. Oh, that was close. Very, very close. Yeah, yeah. very, very close. Extremely. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. But you know, Terry, I, I would like to hear your 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 reasoning there behind one, uh, Maddie Ice. <laughs> no, just 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 my team, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride it out. I'm just gonna stick to it. Cause they gonna rise up. She's keeping over. Cause they gonna rise up. Well, all right. Well, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Um, oh, he he is he, really good. Really good. 
I mean, like I said, you you can't take away from Lamar. His uh, his skill set is, you know, he he's, he's on par there with with one Patrick Mahomes. That's for sure. and it's a totally different skill set as well. You know, Patrick has you know the kind of side flick, uh, you know, the baseball throws and stuff like that. Lamar Jackson is just quick. That brother can get out of a situation quicker than no other. So. Um, but one thing, I, one thing I can say, and one thing I am just super excited for is the future of the NFL. Because with quarterbacks like these two, and they are young, twenty-four and what, twenty-three, uh, twenty-three Lamar Jackson. I mean, they are it's going to be working with for a long, long time coming. And, and you know what, CJ? I mm-hmm. would like to say something. Uh, Lam- uh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he just needs a, 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 a someone that's skilled, a little more experienced to teach him some things, and he and he, you know, and he won't freeze up like he did at the very end. Because I mean, their record was so great all year, and then for them to come out like they did, you know what I mean? He just needs some some. Uh, just he just needs uh, experience, a little experience, someone to teach him some things. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna be dynamite. Okay, you know. We will see, ain't Lou? But, you know, there are some people, athletes, you know, of course, that's what we're talking about, but there are some athletes that you put them in the regular season and they will shine like new money. Mm-hmm. But it gets the postseason and they are MIA. Yeah, and he was MIA. Go ahead. I say he was MIA. In the postseason, I mean, yeah. you know, in the yeah, he was. So it's like you know, it's time will tell because it, you know we we've just seen just a glimpse of, of what he what he can do and him being you know in in the postseason. But you know, like I said, everybody knows Peyton Manning, phenomenal in the regular season. You get him to the postseason and he just. And you can't say it's a competition, you know. It, 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 competition is, is, is always good when you get to the playoffs. But it's just certain players uh, in basketball. James Harden, points, you know, scoring champion, possible MVP running, all of that. You get him into playoffs. You get him into the games that count the most. I mean, you know, it's all or nothing. Life on the line. And that brother is. It's a beard out there, but I don't know who's behind it. <laughs> you talking about James Harden? You're not James yes. Harden. Yes. James Harden, if you get him in, in the most crucial of times when his team needs him the most, and he does not he does not come through, and that he has been consistently non-existent in the playoffs. So, like I said, only. You know, only time will tell. I thank you so much for tuning into the show. Anthony says, "Yep." <laughs> so, you know, we will have to see. We will have to see who who Lamar Jackson will be. Um, I, I hope he's not of the you know the latter two athletes that we were talking about. But uh, I said, only time will tell. Three three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So. Um, 
All right, ladies, so before we get off of the Patrick Mahomes, so again, 10-year extension, um, but he, this is added on to his, he has two years left on his rookie contract, um, and we kind of talked about it. Uh, you know, do we see now the Kansas City Chiefs becoming the next, you know, new dynasty um, of the NFL? But my question, uh, do you see Patrick Mahomes remaining a Kansas City Chief his entire uh, football career? With the, way they, with the way they paying him, I can see that. Okay. You know, and hopefully, um, you know, they'll get uh, new players to help, you know, help him with winning a championship. I mean, winning a Super Bowl. Because, uh, you know, he, you get, this is like Brady. Brady. Brady stayed over there for a while. But, you know, they had people surrounding him that, that made it, you know, that helped him out a lot, too. Right. So hopefully they'll, they'll do that with Mahomes. But, and remember, Brady never got his true payday. No, he didn't. Week. He never got his true payday, which I believe is well, one of the reasons he wanted to leave. And I don't blame him. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely don't mind. Yeah. yeah. I'll say if he stay healthy, he has the money, but if he stay healthy, mm-hmm. then, you know, I can see I can see him staying around. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you foresee any injuries or anything like that that, you know, a major injury that would um prevent him from from playing, then, you know, yeah. So, but otherwise, if he, you know, with the money and he stay healthy, then I can see him staying with the team. Now, now is this um, all this money, TJ, is it contingent on him not being injured or what? 140. 140 is not. 140 mil. Yeah, the 140 guarantee is not. He could get injured, anything could happen to him, and he, and he still gets that 140. Now okay. that four four fifty and then the potential five oh three, yes. That would be dependent okay. on all kinds of things. Probably him making, you know, uh first team, um, first team, you know, offense, probably making Pro Bowls, um, probably, you know, more MVPs of, of the leagues, probably MVPs of Super Bowls, how many Super Bowls he makes and all that. So that five oh three is contingent on a lot of incentives. So so the one forty is over a period of how many years? That we know that, that is guaranteed. Period. Period. Okay. If he if he stops playing in January, he gets one hundred forty million dollars. Uh huh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's wow. what, that's be in his bank account regardless. It's just that for him. Mm. Just let me get one million dollars. One forty. I just play <laughs> thing jumping. And now give me a hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> I don't want to be crazy, but I can tell you no. I am with you, Angela. <laughs> David, yes, David depends on his health with him being a mobile quarterback. It only takes one hit or illegal hit. Very true. Very true in the sentiments of, of Terry. And we also see he's already been, um, he's uh, unfortunately been a victim of a freak accident. Remember when he was playing uh, last season, what was it, week six? when he went up in there for that quarterback sneak and dislocated his knee. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we know that things, we, we do know things can happen. Um, but I, I would have to say uh, I totally agree, you know, with, with David and, and Terry, barring any injury, 
But I also think that, you know, what we have to take into consideration, um, and I and I mentioned, you know, will the chief now become the new dynasty? You know, we have to realize, we have to put into consideration the head coach because is he successful, you know, with Andy Reid or is it um, uh, Behenemy, Eric Behenemy, the uh, offensive coordinator coach? Now, will Eric, will Reid be the chief coach 10 years from now? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. But if, you know, if they groom Eric Mahenemy, the um, offensive coordinator, I think that will still keep Patrick Mahomes at an elevated level, i.e. would keep the chief, you know, in contention probably each year for, you know, Super Bowl contention. But in regards to Mahomes playing out that 10-year contract, I can honestly see that in today's NFL um, and the Chiefs have been, they are, have shown that they are willing to show him the money. Right. You got to realize this is a two-year, two-year out. He's got two years left on his rookie contract, and the Chiefs were willing to extend him, knowing that they have other players that are going to be coming up on contract, knowing that they have players that are disgruntled right now knowing that they're going to have players that they're probably going to want to, you know, entertain or or going to want to, you know, um, offer them, you know, uh, lots of money uh, at some point. Be willing to pull that trigger and say, listen, and show him, we want you. We want you to be a chief for life. I think that's going to go a long way with Patrick Mahomes, and especially okay. he does what he wants to do with um, being out in the community setting up roots in the community with different programs, different charities, helping out. Um, right. you know, he's already shown that he's vocal and he's willing to, to put it out there, that, he, that he's vocal for, for the things that he stands in and believes in. So I can see it. I can see him retiring a chief, barring injury or not. You know, I, I think that the chiefs have shown, listen, you rub our back, we're going to rub yours ten times more. I could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. But putting this mu- putting this amount of money up at this juncture in his contract, I think that speaks volumes. And um, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be appreciative of it. Yeah, it so. definitely speaks volumes. Yeah. So, um, Shout out to Aaron. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ron Jones, what's going on with you? Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Don't forget, everybody, coming up at 930, we will have a former Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Quincy Carter, in studio. All right? Anthony says he will stay his whole career. Okay. All right? So Anthony's in agreement with me, thinking that uh, Patrick Mahomes will retire a Kansas City Chief. All right? Right now. Hey, what, uh, so uh, real quick before we uh, hop into our uh, second break here so that we can get to the best lady in the land, Dale says real quick, but how much of totally 450 is guaranteed? Only 140, Dale. So $140 million of that 450 is guaranteed. All right. And David says he is smarter. Uh-oh. Let me see if I can get this. I hate reading only half. Okay. He says he is smarter when it's time for slide than Jackson, which Jackson will learn, but like I said, just because you slide don't mean you still won't get that illegal hit. Uh, definitely. Totally agree. And you're right. Um, Patrick, Patrick is just, he's just a different breed. That's just Hollywood like it is. I mean, he knows when to slide. He knows when to get out of bounds. He knows when to just 
you know, throw the ball away. Now, he will hold on to it as long as he can, but mm-hmm. he always manages to get himself out of those those situations that, like, Michael Vick didn't seem to be able to get out of, or Cam Newton, you know, he always found himself on the ground. So that's the one mm-hmm. thing I can say about Patrick and Lamar. Lamar, whether it's just that he can outrun everybody, <laughs> so he can kind of get <laughs> to the sidelines a little quicker, but mm-hmm. um, Lamar did not get hit as much as he probably should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will I will agree with you, David, that, that Patrick is, is better at getting out of bounds than Lamar is for now. For now. That's definitely something that Lamar can, can grow and, and learn to, to do a lot better. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, uh, Kaepernick, some news for him and good news for him. Uh, give him some, some applause here. In an exclusive docuseries, it's going to be produced by ESPN Films as part of a first look deal with Walt, uh, with the Walt Disney Company. So the deal between Kaepernick's production, uh, RA Vision Media, and Disney, it was announced on Monday. And so they're saying that the partnership will focus on telling scripted and unscripted stories that explore race, social injustice, and the quest for equity. Um, it also will provide a platform to showcase the work of minority directors and producers. So they are wanting to showcase and highlight um, minority directors and producers when it comes to, you know, sports um, docuseries. So definitely that I'm happy awesome. to hear about that. Uh, he said in a statement, I quote, I am excited to announce this historic partnership with Disney across all of its platforms to elevate black and brown directors, creators, storytellers, and producers, and to inspire the youth with compelling and authentic perspectives. I look forward to sharing the docuseries on my life story. Oops, my on speaker. Um, I look forward to sharing the docuseries on my life story, in addition to many other culturally impactful projects we are developing. End quote. And so the first thing that they will be screening, I don't know if somebody's got to think about skirt. Too much feedback. Um, so they're saying that the first thing that they're going to handle, the docuseries uh, chronicling Kaepernick's journey and his last five years in the first project um, is going to be what they focus on. So their first project is a docuseries following Kaepernick's journey uh, the first five years of his um, career. All right. That is Please. awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. And I'm just happy for him. You know, they are saying that, you know, he wants to return back to, you know, playing. And, and everybody says, you know, anytime that they talk about Kaepernick and they're talking about his new endeavors or whatever, they're like, yeah, but when is he going to start playing? You know, when is, he, when is the team going to hire him? I don't know, y'all. The more, the longer it goes, I really don't want to see him back in the league. I think he can make more of an impact, and his voice will be heard louder if he stays out of um, out of the NFL playing for a team. Thoughts on that, ladies? I think his his voice will be, you know, will be heard louder. But like I said before, you know, if that's if that's his desire to come back to the NFL to play, then you know. He should do that, yeah. you know, because if your heart is in something, if you really enjoy doing something, that's what your heart is, whether you're helping people, playing sports, or, you know, whatever your passion is, then, you know, live your dream to the fullest. But mm-hmm. I I do agree with you uh, to a certain point that, you know, he his voice will be heard louder. Yeah. 
And I agree with both of you girls, or do. But he, he can do really whatever he wants to do. Whatever he wants to do makes me happy, you know what I mean? Because he's, he's gone through enough. That's true. That is true. I'm just I, I'm just so happy to, to see him um, just shine, really. You know, because it's like he was kind of out of the limelight. I'm just, you know, I know he was doing a lot of things with the charity groups and, and um you know, just doing things for social injustice and, and all of that behind the scenes. But I'm just glad that his name keeps, seems like every couple of weeks you hear something else about Colin, what he's doing, what he's getting involved in, who's, you know, uh, what he's behind. So shout out to Walt Disney, though, for, um, you know, getting behind him with this docuseries. And I know I'll be I'll be front and center when it comes time to, to watch and, and uh, any anything that, you know, that he puts his name on. King Arthur, thank you so much for tuning in. That's my DJ. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Niners, let's go. 49ers, you already know. We represent. Right, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight, y'all. Don't forget, coming up at the bottom of the second hour, former Dallas quarterback, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Quincy Carter, will be joining us in studio. All right. But with that, I tell you what, let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our next break because it will be time. It will be time. The baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics, they will be coming up right after the break. Sickly, some threesome. Ain't Lou, Terry, CJ will be right back after the break.
to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Uh, but as I said before the break, it is time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, Lady Love Sports 2. We have a guest coming to you. Who is Quincy Carter? He's the third rookie quarterback to open the season as a starter. In 2001, selected by the Cowboys in the second round to replace Troy Aikman, and his skin is brown. In game two, his thumb was sprained. In game six, his hamstring was strained. He shared the rest of the season with quarterbacks Leaf, Wright, and Stoner because these two injuries put him on the sideline corner. The highlight of his rookie season was against the 49ers, beating them 27-21 because he is an outshiner. With 241 yards passing and two touchdowns, this rookie wasn't playing around. He became the second rookie to win NFC Offensive Player of the Week. His career was just beginning to peak. Beating the New York Giants 20-13 showed he was reliant as he threw the game-winning touchdown to Antonio Bryant. Mr. Quincy Carter played for the Cowboys from 2001 to 2003, had a 3-4 to record leading the Cowboys to more victories than any other rookie quarterback in franchise history. All right now. He doesn't need an introduction because I've given him one. You better, <laughs> you better do that. Go ahead. <laughs> do it. That was just uh, an uh, I 
did my homework. Blinky told me she said, "Mama, you gave him a you gave him a, a lot of information because I never would have even known who this guy was." Yeah, I just decided to do my research. All right now, yeah, that's what happens when you do your research. You can just lay it down, lay it down. <laughs> All right now, do a grand entrance. <laughs> yes, he gonna have to re he gonna have to replay that back. All right now. Great job, awesome, awesome job. So yes, Chris Carter, former Dallas Cowboys quarterback, he did play uh, one season with the uh, New York Jets, but he will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. All right, so ladies, so once he comes into the studio, ladies, I might have to do a, a hard cut and um, we make sure that we can get him in and get as much time with him as we can. So we'll probably do we'll probably do y'all shout outs here in a little bit, just in case if we go over and um won't get a, get a chance to come back in. But real quick, I definitely want to chime in on this WNBA situation. First of all, why do they have the ladies in the rodent uh infested motel or living conditions? Mm. This is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. I'm so disappointed in the WNBA. Um just and and I'm with uh I think it was Aisha Carter, one of the players. The people who have them in the in those nasty uh, living conditions, they would not want to live there. They had uh, rat trappings in the uh, laundry room. They had uh, just you know bugs and stuff in their room. That is just deplorable. Uh, I'm I'm just so disappointed in the WNBA. Um, had y'all heard that that story, ladies? No, no. Why did they have them there? Well, because they're in a bubble. They're just like the, the NBA. They've taken the, the WBA okay. players, put them in their own little bubble so that they can play their season. But it's just that the living oh, okay. they had, um they had three, um, like, resort areas for the ladies to, to, to live in. And they're saying that the uh-huh. other two were, you know, great living conditions, you know, nice uh, hotels, condos, whatever. But this one, it is just uh, roast motel. And I just don't know why you would think that that was – Somebody went in that in those living conditions and seen that, and I don't know why they thought that was the stuff. Wow. No, yeah. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Neither uh, had I. It just sounds totally terrible in them. So, um, ladies, have you heard about the co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, Kelly Left Left? No. Republican no. Uh, senator from Georgia, and uh, she's the co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, and she writ she wrote a uh, letter. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert to express her opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement that the WNBA, WNBA will be displaying during their season. So they are going to have Black Lives Matter on the on court, uh, like a Black Lives Matter uh, emblem or logo. And Senator Kelly Loeffler wrote saying that she disapproved of that. And we all know that she's a staunch supporter of uh, Agent Orange. And in her letter, she wrote uh, this, and I say, I quote, I adamantly oppose the Black Lives Matter political movement, which has advocated for the defunding of police, called for the removal, called for the removal of Jesus from churches, and the disruption of the nuclear family structure, harbored anti-Semitic views, and promoted violence and destruction across the country. I believe it is totally misaligned with the values and goals of the WNBA and the Atlanta Dream, where we support tolerance and inclusion. Now, she went on to say some more tomfoolery stuff, 
this woman is going to make me curse, so I have to take a breath while I talk about this story. Don't let her do it. But Please don't. Don't, do it. don't give in. This Stay strong. I'm going to say that the Black Lives Matter movement called for the removal of Jesus from churches and the disruption of the nuclear family structure, harbored anti-Semitic views, and promoted violence and destruction across the country. At what point in the news, in the newspapers, on social media, did Black Lives Matter ever promote that we wanted Jesus removed from churches and promoted violence and destruction? It's all in her mind, TJ. It's all in her mind, you know. That you say per, you say pickle, they think that you said pick me and uh, pump, <laughs> uh, pump and, and pumpkin and everything. I mean, it's just people take stuff and they just twist it and then they just go overboard with it. You know what I mean? Because see, in their mind, she probably think Black Lives Matter. If they keep saying that, then it's like they're gonna want to just take over the whole country and then we're gonna be minorities, which is their fear. So it's like so you gotta over exaggerate everything. So it's all in her mind. They didn't say nothing about taking Jesus out the church because I wouldn't even be a part of something like that. Come on now. That yeah, and she said that with the, with the orange head. He said Trump with the orange head. So, yeah, you know, they're just on, the, <laughs> just, on, just on the same page. But it's amazing how people just take things and just twist it to, you know, to believe and to say what they want to say, you know, what they want to make out of it. But mm-hmm. she know it ain't nowhere with all this been going on, racism, Black Lives Matter. I've never heard that to take Jesus never. out of the church. That's something that they want to do since they took it out of the school and everywhere else mm-hmm. they want to take it out of the church. And you, it's and, not going to happen. And then another thing in addition to that, um, uh, you know, she's talking about all these, these threats and these riots and stuff like that. Uh, black people weren't the only ones that was out there rioting and stuff. A lot of, a lot of their, her people was out there, you know, rioting and, and burning stuff. And black people was trying to stop them and putting them on camera. Don't do it because they're going to blame us for it. You know what I mean? But she's not saying anything about that. Well, see, it's like people say, they say what they want to say, they think what they want, you know, and then, like I say, they over-exaggerate. If people just tell it the way it is and keep the drama out, we'd be okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to take that a step further, it was not the protesters of Black Lives Matter that were out there being trusted, no. those were just people who were out there taking advantage of the situation. It could have been Thank a, a march on uh, keeping dogs. The people that were hired to be out there. Making it worse than what it was. Yeah, but uh, but I'm because they I'm, had hidden agendas. It was Black Lives Matter movement protesters that were out there doing that rioting, and everybody knows that we we've covered it long enough to know that there were people put in, whether they were like you said, from the the anti-Trump people to whatever that agency is that, that, that they say that people were coming from, and just the people, just hoodlums. Let, let's call it what it is. They're just they were just some hood rats that were out there taking yeah. advantage of the situation. But that had uh-huh. nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. So for you to just right. just blatantly put all that, lump that together, I just, oh, my goodness. It just, um, but that's what they do, baby. That's what they do. Over again. Yeah, and I don't see. Yeah, and I don't see how people can live with themselves after they just, you know, do stuff like that, just make up stuff, add stuff, you know. You, you have to have a conscience. You know, yeah. You know that's what happened with our black men. He raped me. He might have looked at you, might have looked too long, because you know people, men do look because they move. You know their eyes, they they move by sight or whatever. He raped me. You know, 
and then you look up and they're getting killed and hung and everything. It's like, come on, people, stop it. Or, 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 or worse than that, they didn't even look at them. Maybe they did sleep with them, and now they haven't. You know, they didn't call them back. Or right. now that you know they they might be um, thinking it's gonna get out that you know that they slept with with a black man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I am so disgusted with this with this lady, first of all. And I just, I really hope that the WNBA takes the correct stance and then they get her removed from being a co-founder of the Atlanta Dream because that we do, we do not need that um, representing a uh, an organization in one of our major sports. So um, there are some actors. Um, it's, uh, let's see, Natasha Cloud, Skylar Dickens-Smith, um, Sue Bird, just to name a few. They are some of the current WNBA players who have called for the league to remove Leffler from being a co-owner of the um, of the Atlanta Dream. And I, I really hope that that happens quick, fast, in a hurry. Because um, that, that, that cannot be tolerated. Um, just a, just a late in life. So, um, you know, she did go on to say, uh, you know, that she just called herself disappointed uh, to read about efforts to insert a political platform into the league. Uh, going on to say the truth is we need less not more politics in sports. I'm going to stop it right there. So if we need less politics in sports, then why is Agent Orange always up in NASCAR telling Bubba Smith he needs to apologize to NASCAR, up in uh, telling people that they shouldn't be kneeling for the for the flag regardless of what's going on with the social injustice? Man, Kelly Leslie, girl, if you don't go somewhere. I... Yeah, we're just going to pray. We're just, we just going to pray for her that she be removed. Mhm. Double standards is what that is. Mhm. Yeah. 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 Ain't no hope, and we praying. Mhm. That's that's just yeah. totally wrong. Yeah. I um. You know, and I the gall, the unmitigated gall. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh <laughs> about this, but for you to really just print that, mm-hmm. you know, that in writing. Someone in a letter. And people listening to you, you got this forum and you sitting up here slandering Black Lives Matter. They need to sue her. What would they need to do? Yeah, but you know, they see the president. Everybody's going, they mock the president. They see what he does. And, you know, right now he's not caring about, you know, they see what the president does. You know, they follow his lead. He doesn't care about Black Lives Matter. And he just say everything, and you know, and they just um, mock him. Follow the suit. Mm-hmm. You are so yeah. right. The leadership of this country is evident when you mm-hmm. see people like this speaking out and saying these types of things. It's um. Mhm. And 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 there's nothing we can do until November, people. Please. If, if if you have not been motivated to vote, if you've never voted, if you haven't voted in, in the last presidential election or the pre- presidential election before that, please, I am begging you, in the name of James Brown, please. Oh, no, that wasn't James Brown. <laughs> James Brown. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's that name? <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking about our old boys, nine boys. Please. Uh-huh, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Snoop hadn't voted. Tina, quit. Stop it, Tina. Stop it. Stop it, Tina. I can't help it, Terry. Lord have mercy. 
<laughs> Did you hear what I said, lady? Snoop hadn't voted since he was a baby. <laughs> Doggy dog. <laughs> yep. Oh, come on, Snoop. Who does that? <laughs> it is a big thing. He's talking about it ain't nothing but a big thing, but it is a big thing. It's a get out and vote thing. That's what it is. Three four seven eight six seven nine is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right, ladies. So um, let's go ahead and, because I want to make sure that I give you ladies an opportunity to give uh, to get your shout out in because uh, once we wrap up the uh, interview with Quincy, I don't know how much time we're going to have. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to bring uh, you know you back onto the show just so we can you know kind of uh, summer you know sum up the show. But just in case. I want to make sure that you ladies get your shout out in. So we will go ahead and start with you, Miss Terry. Guys, I love you as always. And when I'm not here, know that I'm saying I wish I could be there. But these last couple of weeks, it's just been rough. And so I said I was going to be here tonight. If I just had to lay here and go, just, you know, lay down on the bed. So I'm <laughs> laying across the bed. And I wanted to be here, and hopefully I get my medicine tomorrow, and I'll be, you know, be better. But I love you guys. I miss you guys. You continue to do what you're doing, and God continue to bless you. And I love you, love you, love you. Hey, Lou. Um, I just want to say, Miss Terry, I'm just so glad that you're back. Uh, Thank you. You just don't know how much you're missed when you're absent. And the same with Jail. She really doesn't know how much I care for her, but we're going to keep that a secret, okay? You don't say nothing. <laughs> and uh, But I miss her tonight, too. You know, she's she been back-to-back holding it down a couple of weeks, you know, back-to-back. Uh, -back. Um, so that, it was really a blessing. But uh, I miss you, Janelle. Come on back next week. Um, I wanted to also, uh, a birthday, we have one birthday on July 11th. It's DeAndre's birthday. This is Takia, which is my niece, TJ's cousin. Her her son is, will be seven, like like little Tamara. Tamara all on the news and Good Morning America and Goodbye Friday and everything. But anyway, DeAndre, he's, he, he'll be seven years old uh, on the 11th. So I want to give a shout-out to him. Happy birthday, DeAndre. I love you, little. Uh, what is he to me, TJ? Is he my nephew, second nephew or something? I don't even know when we get past the regular ones. Yeah, exactly. What is he to He's family. Okay. He's <laughs> you don't know either. <laughs> so I just want to give a shout-out to him. And then I just want to shout-out to my TJ. Um, I'm just, I was so excited tonight, so I had to do my research on, on Quincy Carter because I'm so glad you finally got some testosterone up in here. Uh, I really am, and um, I just tell you that you're doing a magnificent job, and I'm looking forward to, uh, I don't know, Lord, when is he going to just uh, manifest it, but it's, it's coming, uh, the, the show, so that we can be on national TV and we can give and laugh as loud as we want to. <laughs> and um, It's coming, that's what I'm saying, uh, 2020, 2020, with all this stuff going on in, in 2020, uh, it, it, you know, there's got to be some good coming up out of this, you know what I mean? And I just believe that what we've been standing for and praying for and stuff, that it's going to manifest this year. Even in the midst of the pandemic, you probably look around and say, how is this going to happen? But look at us, we're still alive in the pandemic, so nothing mm. is impossible with God. So I just want to say, TJ, keep on doing what you're doing because it's about to go down. It's going down. It's going down. And you got your three omegas, three uh, omegas with you. Love you so much. <laughs> 
I would like to think they are. I really would. But I don't know. The way that they come out and start support of that man, it's scary. It really is scary. But, you know, like I said, November 3rd, we all have our a chance to, to, to do our um, moral and ethic duty. Um, you know, as I always say, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, um, as black people, I don't think, uh, you know, we have a choice. Um, it should, you should feel obligated to get out there and vote for all of those who came before us who could not. So, you know, I know this is a sports show, um, but at the end of the day, you know, we do talk about and tackle, you know, real-life issues and um, things that matter in this country. And, um, you know, like I, I've always said, uh, I, I don't vote just for myself. I vote for all of those who, who could not, who, who were denied that right. And um, we owe it to them. You know, it's not something that, you know, should never be taken for granted. So that's just my concern. Yep, and, and Tina, just like, you know, there's, you know, kids that are not old enough to vote, you know, mm-hmm. and we have to be that voice, go out there and vote for them, just like, you know, the tennis player, uh, Coco Golf, as she said, you know, she's not old enough to vote, um, so we need to go out there and vote. Exactly. Exactly. That is so true. That is so true. Um, that's why I said it's not, you know, it's not just for us. We we have a moral obligation. Um, and if everyone, I think if everyone looked at it like that and, and you know, didn't take so much for granted. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, and a lot of people, you know, if it doesn't affect them or, you know, if it, you know, oh, you know, that was that was then, this is now, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I don't believe in their in their platforms or their policies or, you know, neither one of them are good. Man, well, you can find fault in anything, you know. It's always going to be the lesser of the two evils, but um, we just have to do our part, and, um, all we can ask. But Lord knows, if you don't get out there and vote, you surely cannot complain. You really can't. It's for sure. So, but um, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. It is the Gleason Threesome in the house. Terry, Aunt Lou, and TJ holding down the fort tonight. And um, we we covered the Kansas City you know, giving Patrick Mahomes that astronomical, I would say once in a lifetime, but I have a feeling that somebody is probably going to try to out-top it um, mm-hmm. at this point. But, in, you know, realistically, nobody really deserves, um, nobody really deserves a, a contract of that magnitude um, in the NFL right now. So, other than T. Mahomes. So, uh, but shout out to the Chiefs, though, for, for doing what was right um, and in the time frame that they did it. And you have to commend them for that because, like I said, uh, Patrick Mahomes still has two um, two years left on his rookie contract. And so with that, um, you know, they could have waited till the very last minute to um, go ahead and renegotiate that. But the Cowboys, they are not. The Chiefs went ahead and did what they felt they needed to do. So, shout out to them. 
Um, ladies, well, we'll go ahead and, and just talk some more football here uh, while we wait for, for Quincy to join us in the studio. So um, did you ladies hear that they have canceled, or I should say that the NFLPA, that they have um, um, proposed not to have any preseason games? So what do you think the likelihood of that happening? That the NFL absolutely has no preseason games, but then they will go ahead and start the season on time. Whoever wants to jump in. Ooh. No, I hadn't heard that, but that doesn't sound good at all. I know, right? Mm-mm. That I doesn't sound good at all. Go ahead, Tina. Oh, no, no, I was saying I, I can't see that being successful. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. Oh. That, that doesn't sound good. That just uh, like a, just put a, a bitter taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bitter taste. What? Bitter. Ooh. What, you said what, TJ? Somebody, even NFL what? Yes, the the NFLPA, they have stated that they are uh, proposing not to have any preseason games. Uh-huh. Well, so we're running out of time, so I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. they got to cut somewhere. You know, you really do. So I know the preseason kind of show you the, the strength of the teams, especially like with their rookies and stuff, right? You know, they got they, they got a second and maybe third string, and, you know, all well, these guys are pretty bad. They're holding it down, blah, blah, blah. So uh, they will go out there uh, not aware of who, who, uh, who's second and third string is, is weak or strong. And, you know, and, and you know, someone might go out there over, overly confident, and then they, get, and they lose, get beat down. But um, I, I just, I, with all this stuff going on, I, I, I think that we should get into the season and, and at least they should show us something, you know what I mean, because um, we don't know how, how long it's going to last nor how strong the people are going to be, you know, if more people don't start getting, it, you know, uh, infected with the COVID. I don't know. So, I'm cool if they don't have a preseason, you know, because that's what – how many games is that, about six or seven? Mm-mm, only four. Only four? Seem like more than that, good. You seem like whatever. But anyway, four games is not going to kill them because we still got 16 or 17. Which one? For, for the regular season. Yeah, 17. Mm-hmm. 17, okay, yeah. So uh, it, it's, I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine if we have it or if we don't. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Dave Johnson. I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. And uh, I don't know. I just I don't know how I feel about not having a, a preseason, though. I just, uh, I mean, to have, to just go right into the, the regular season, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, it does give you a, an opportunity to, you know, to see, you know, who you have on your team and your depth and so forth. But it also gives the players an opportunity to get the feet wet. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I'm not sure how I, oh, I can't do that. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about just having no, no preseason. I'm not sure. But. Mm-hmm. Well, time will tell, though. I mean, it, 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 
I don't know if it's making me nervous because if they start, you know, canceling this, then what does that mean for the for the upcoming, uh, you know, the upcoming season? But I I still feel yeah, confident. They gonna... Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're gonna start cancel they cancel the uh pro season, they're gonna start canceling, you know, games here and games there and just keep on chopping it down and you know Right. We won't have we won't even have a season. Right. Right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL four two. And we're just uh, waiting on Quincy Carter to join us in the studio, so Hopefully he'll be able to, to make it in before the before the show is over. But you know what? We're gonna keep moving right along and holding down the fort here. But yeah, I just you know because they already canceled the you know the, the Hall of Fame game, which okay, I'm okay with that. That's been canceled before. But to say that you don't want to have preseason games, knowing how important they are to a team, just like I said. Finding out who, who who would be able to to, to fill in, um, and let's be honest, you know sometimes preseason is time to get some injuries. You know if you go ahead and get injured in the preseason, you go ahead and get healed up, and then you can join a team back like week four or five. So you get hurt week one, you know now we're looking at what week six or seven before you can return, and then you know with COVID, I, I just don't know. It's making me a little nervous here. I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. But, uh, you know, we shall, we shall see. Um, I just, as, as long as they're talking about just the preseason games, well, I'll be okay. But, but see, we shall see. You sure you're going to be okay, Tina? No, of course not. I'm just trying to talk yourself to it, Terry. There's no way I'm You don't to sound too okay. convincing there. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. I'm glad to see that, you know, my mother said that um, I had some good lying skills, you know, from way back in the day, uh, you know, back when I was in high school. I, I did manage to, uh, you know, finagle some things in high school. You know, hey, let's just keep it real. But uh, I'm glad to see that my lying skills, you know, have, have diminished a little bit. I thought I still had it. <laughs> <laughs> She's a liar. No, but lying is such a harsh word. Let's say fib. She's a <laughs> That sounds so much better, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, real quick, I want to get back to. Lord have mercy, I called every every auntie but you. Hey, Lou, what was that you said? <laughs> I said we all did it. We all did. I know I used to lie in high school. I know, right? Who didn't? <laughs> if you didn't, you're lying. How about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just all that what it is. Um, but another thing that uh, the WNBA that they said that they will be able to do um, this season. Now we know. Oh, I'm glad I, I brought this up. So I mentioned last week that the NBA. Um, you know, that they had mentioned that they wanted to um, portray or, or to um, uh, have the names of some of the people who have been, you know, murdered or killed due to social injustice or police brutality, um, but then that the in, NBA players, they decided against that because 
you know, it was kind of like you didn't want to offend anybody by leaving, you know, anyone off of, of the jersey or whatever. But come to find out, it was a little bit more restrictive than I guess the NBA may have presented or led on. So there was a player, uh, I believe it was a 76, um, Philadelphia 76 player, he said that Michael Scott, um, he, he was a player, but he said that the NBA actually had a list for the players to choose and that the list was borderline inappropriate, basically saying that the names that they had on the list, it was like, okay, well, why, are, why were these selected and probably the people who should be displayed on the back of the jerseys were not on the list. So, ladies, uh, you know, what do you think about that, the fact that maybe the NBA wasn't as progressive as we thought they would be um, in, you know, trying to be, you know, showing their solidarity with the NBA and, and having, you know, the, the names of the players on the back of the jersey. They were going to basically tell the players who they could choose from and not allow them to choose on their own. Hmm. I think – I think the players should choose on their own. But but so what what was this list? Was this a list of people that actually got killed or no? Yes, it was it was a list of, you know, black black lives who had been either affected by police brutality or um, you know, just who who had been who have been a part of the social injustice that has been, you know, going on. So all of the names that, you know, they could choose from from, you know, Trayvon Martin to, you know, Philando Castillo, you know, those anybody who has been, um, you know, uh, murdered or killed um, due to, you know, social injustice here in, in America. But the list was given to the players. They weren't able to just choose who they wanted. Yeah, I think they should be able to choose who they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That, that, that's that whole... Uh, White privilege thing still going on, you know. It's like we're gonna we, we're gonna y'all can wear these names, but not these names. Right. Yeah, I, I just this is America, I'll man. Agree. We free, you know. <laughs> free. <Y'all wanna> make, <laughs> but we not gonna be slaves. Okay. Yeah. Like, not. My parents wasn't even slaves when you think about it. I think Mama says she worked on the cotton field, but did she work in the cotton field? Did she really? I don't even know. But she says she did. That was true. But, uh, yeah, but I, I just, you know, they can't. I see if, 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 if anybody try to make me a slave in 2020, TJ, I'm going to be a slave owner. Did you hear me? Okay. And I didn't stutter at all. You better. We're going to switch this flip. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I don't, but I don't know if I want to own any slaves, though, Aylo. I don't know if I want to be a slave now. Well, mm-hmm. well, if, if if you're gonna try to turn it on me, then I think you're gonna have to be my slave. I don't want to own any slaves. I would like to just be free. But if you think you're gonna make me your slave, then you might become mine. That's okay. all I'm saying. All right now, you better say it. <laughs> you better say it. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Uh, yes, we were in our one quick part of the call us in to call into the show tonight, but hopefully everything is okay. I'll be sure to, to touch base with them. But um, we're going on almost now uh, forty five after the hour, and 
We only have about 15 minutes left. But, you know, we'll see if, if he's able to join before we get off of here tonight. Um, but, yeah, just pose the, the questions to the ladies that uh, it was revealed uh, by one of the NBA players, um, Michael Scott, uh, he was of the 76ers, that the um, notion that the NBA players were going to be able to wear some of the names of people who have been affected or, um, you know, unfortunately um, lost their lives due to what was going on in, um, you know, with the social injustice, um, that they were actually given a list for them to choose from, and they weren't able to select the names on their own. Um, I Honestly, I was a little disappointed when I heard that because, you know, that's kind of like censorship to me. You know, how are you going to tell, how are you going to offer them this, you know, extend this olive branch, but then the branch don't have any leaves on it? You know, you just, you're going to tell them, you know, what, what they can do, what names they can have. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then... Who was it that compiled the list? Her life has been killed. Say, say that again. It's not their lives that's been taken or their children's lives that's been taken or, you know, the black lives. Right. Yeah, but it should be their choice. They should, you know, should have been able to pick who, who they wanted. And, you know, I just don't like to hear the the word free. You know, it's the way, it's the terminology, the way it's used. Um, it's free. We're all human beings, you know. So the the just sent, using the word free as you know, as far as you know, Black Lives Matter. You know, we're free. We're no longer slaves. You know, we're no longer in captivity. It it just doesn't. I don't. It just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> it it does. I feel it really you. does. I feel you with that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. Uh, mm, I don't know But uh, ladies before we get out of here I'm actually kind of glad we get to to I wanted to pose this question to you Um, So let's go back to the NFL here real quick And it's been reported That the NFL um, In you know in lieu of them Trying to support uh, the Black Lives Matter Movement and and so forth And um, you know show their Solidarity with the NFL players um, It has been reported That they are uh, expected to or projected to play um, the We Shall Overcome anthem uh, before the games in week one. Uh, ladies, your thoughts on, on that gesture? I, I, don't, see, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any, anything what about, wrong with it. What about the, one at a time. Uh, Karen, go ahead. Have you, I was saying I don't I don't see anything uh, wrong with it, but I mean they said they're gonna play it in week one. Why just pick one week? Mm. <laughs> Come on, Miss Terry. Come on, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. I would say play that in week one. Uh, the Black National Negro Anthem. What is that one up? <clears throat> in week two. Um, what is the boy name that just did the song? Uh, I can't breathe. Week three, come up with all kind of black songs every week, a different different song every week. Okay. Maybe when you get to week six, start over. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's my name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you support me, baby, support me all the way. 
or don't at all. Miss Lucinda, all those options was not given. Leave it to Aunt Lou to write it. I'm seasoning my chicken with with uh, Tony's cat. Jerry said Chester Cheerios or whatever Creole seasoning. That stuff make me make me uh, cough every time. But no, you're right. It wasn't given, so let me just go back and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why? I'm, I'm like Miss Terry. Why just week one? What they gonna do? The, and then you gonna play on say, Can you see the rest of the time? No. Let, let's just let's let's go half and half. Well, let's not do anything. Come on now. That's an insult to me. Uh, you just going to do it week one and then what? Yeah. So we are no. not going for the rest of the year? No. Mm-hmm. No. Right. Yeah, I'm going to need y'all to keep that. Either you play you play that anthem along with the national anthem every week, or you don't play it at all. Come on now. I don't Thank play you. it at all. That go. week one stuff, yeah. When, when, it, when I heard week one, I was like, okay, I'm going to need y'all to go sit down, NFL. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the song was lift every voice and sing, right? The, our anthem, they they tell my plan. Yes. Or I'm we sorry, shall overcome. Is that true? You you said we shall overcome. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was lift every voice and sing. You are so yes, you are correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Lift well, every they, it need to be played every week, just like oh say can you see? Because the bombs burst and they got nothing to do with uh, you know that slavery all up and down the the country. You know that that song. It's, exactly. it's, 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 it's talking about slavery, you know. So, oh, yeah. y'all don't play slavery, then let us let us play our song simultaneous to that, or, you know, back-to-back or however you want to do it. Exactly, exactly. But now, week one, yeah, I'm going to need them to lift every uh, finger and don't push that button and just go sit down somewhere. But, um... <laughs> yeah. That's why they don't have no girls up in that football, you know. I mean, we would bring a balance. They need a balance. They need, just, somebody should have told them that that was not a good idea and that they should not have put that out there in the universe. I'm just disappointed. But, all right, ladies. Well, that is a wrap. That is going to do it for the show tonight. Another phenomenal show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for all that you bring to the show. Um just the dialogue, your your points of view, the laughter, um, the information, and the, the entertainment. Um, thank y'all for taking this ride with me. I love you, ladies. <laughs> You're welcome. We love you back. You're welcome, okay. and we love you more. Until next time, until we meet again, y'all be blessed. You too, Doris. Now. Bye, Miss Terry. Bye, my love. <laughs> that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Like I said, um, fortunately, we were supposed to have um, former quarterback Quincy Carter join the show. But, uh, yes, he was coming from um, his practice. You know, he does have uh, – he holds his quarterback camp in Austin, Texas, and there's also the time difference. So um, definitely I'll be uh, be checking in with him just to make sure that everything's okay. But hopefully we'll be able to bring him uh, onto the show at a later date. But until then, 
like we always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours, we definitely appreciate the support. And thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. Again, we had the Gleesome Threesome holding it down, Terry and Aunt Lou and your girl, TJ. So thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Birthday celebrated. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, nobody on um, on the uh, music selections that we had. But today, Jaden Smith, he turns 22. Yes, little Jaden from, uh, what was that movie him and his daddy did? Uh, what is the name of the movie? I'm drawing a blank, but you know what I'm talking about. He was what? Four or five then? No, he might have been five or six. But anyway, he's 22 today. Sophia Bush, all of my Chicago PD, Lindsay, uh, she's 38 today. Kevin Bacon turns 62. Toby Keith, uh, country artist, turns 59. Angelica Houston turns 69. And actor Lance Gross, he turns 39 today. All right, so shout out to the main fan, uh, Mr. Silicon Valley Marlin. Shout out to Ron Bo of Ron Bo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again. She did that introduction for Quincy Carter. So hopefully we'll have to put it on repeat when Quincy is able to join the show with us live. All right. Shout out to Terry for holding it down tonight and for being back. We definitely missed you, Terry. We always miss the ladies when they're not here. It's just, you know, always a, a it's a void. You know, we always hold it down. We're able to hold down the fort, but when one of them are missing, it definitely uh, leaves a hole. So shout out to Janelle tonight, and we pray that all is well with her. Um, as I mentioned, please keep my Chi-Town family in your prayers. My cousin Shalanda, her daughter, um, has tested positive for COVID-19, so she is um, on the recovery, and slowly but surely, but um, definitely keep uh, her and their family in our prayers. All right. Happy, happy birthday to one of my best friends. I mentioned it early, Miss Shelly Isaacson Jackson, and she celebrates her birthday today. So shout out to her. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for all you do for me, holding down the fort on the timeline, holding it down for LL Sports 2 with TJ, on top of all that you have going on with you, Denise Green exclusives coming to a boutique, a website near you. All right. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join us, 347-826-7924. Log on to blogtalk.com forward slash Sports 2 or catch us live and in living color. Chico, I see you on the timeline. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, tune in on the timeline, Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is the name. All right, so that leaves us time with only one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment. And uh, the motivational moment tonight is a simple reminder to not give up on whatever it is you are striving to accomplish or who you are striving to be. Bishop Noel Jones, he is the pastor, uh, City of Refuge of Los Angeles. Um, he re- revisited an old sermon, and when I tell you his words were right on time, that is an understatement. Because you see, in the midst of this pandemic, it is real easy to get lost in the uncertainty. It is easy to get discouraged with all this confusion. And with no clear vision of how or when we will come out of this, that old doubt can easily rear its ugly head and ignite the spirit to throw in the towel. But no, tribulation worketh patience. Did you know that the founder of Radio One, currently known as Urban One, Kathy Hughes, 
when she went to apply for her very first business loan, they asked her, did she have a business plan? And she answered, no. I don't have a business plan, but I plan to succeed. So always remember, it's not that you plan to fail, you just fail to plan. But allow me to remind you, just as Bishop Jones reminded me, if God raised his son from the dead, then surely God can tend to my little old vision. In the abundance of what, what God can do, your vision is little. But you can't have just no little dreams because God works in the extraordinary. You see, you have to dream so big that when it comes to fruition, the only explanation can be but God. You have to ask yourself, why would he give me access to dream it, but then not open up the doors to achieve it? You have to expect God to do unusual things. You have to expect God to make the difference in your life. But trust and believe, though, the journey will not be easy. And see, this is where it gets personal for me, because God knows my walk. I've gone through hell and high water. I've had the lowest of nights and darkest of days, not knowing which way to turn or how to get through. I've endured the, endured the turmoil, the storm, trials, and despair. And God, thank you, Jesus, has brought me through. And that's how I know when it's time to run my background check, to elevate to the next level, I am approved. I am going to the next level. And let me tell this to somebody. God knows your trials. He knows your tribulations. He knows all that what you have been through. He knows your walk. He knows your journey. And so for you, I say, you are going to the next level. I repeat this. I claim it in the name of Jesus. I am going to the next level. So I want you to repeat it. Repeat it with me. I am going to the next level. God grants us access to anything we want in life. You just have to believe. God turns passion into promise. So if you can dream it, believe it. If you believe it, you can achieve it. To achieve it, pray over it and then release it. And then let God grant you access to it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Access granted. I'm TJ, and that is my motivational moment. As I always say, be good to others. Be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.